It's Richard's Famous Food Podcast! Come on, let's jump into the brine! Recently in the Richard's Famous Newsroom... All right, I'm just taking it from the top once more. A little more energy. Come on, Parks! Three, two, one... This episode is a rebroadcast of Christmas Pickles, our rhyming, sing-songy documentary investigation into the holiday tradition of hanging pickle-shaped ornaments in Christmas trees that we first reported on last year. How'd that feel? Good? Too much? More? Oh no. Pox the Thud, this is your editor. Ahoy! You can't just rebroadcast the same story a year later, Pox the Third. You have to do follow-up, see? Check in with your sources to see how the story's progressed. Had a couple of fresh sound bites, hmm? Oh, right. Your deadline's in an hour. Ahoy! Okay, I guess I gotta do what my editor says. Time to break out the old Rolodex for my sources in Berrien Springs, Michigan, the Christmas pickle capital of the world. Hi, this is Richard Parks calling. Oh, hi, it's Richard Parks Ahoy. calling. Uh, this is Richard Parks III. At first, I had a little trouble getting a hold of sources. Wait, is Kelsey Kernut in? Kelsey no longer works for the company. Oh. But I stayed the course. Hi, oh, hi. Ahoy, hoy. Would I be able to reach Dick Schinkel? The legendary Santa Claus of Berrien Springs, and one of the key drivers of the famous Christmas Pickle Festival. I hadn't spoken to Schinkel in over a year since first reporting the story. Richard Schinkel. Can't take your call now. Hi, it's Richard Parks calling. Uh, It's hard to sum up the odd closeness that develops during investigative food podcast journalism at the sort of in-depth, deep-dive level of Christmas pickles. Suffice it to say, ours wasn't your typical journalist-host relationship. No, sir. Dick Schinkle? Yes. As I awaited a return call, I thought back on our times together. I'm Richard Parks, is my name. Okay. Couple of Richards. <laughs> Good name. I had to admit that over the course of reporting this story, I'd come to think of Schinkel as a true friend, which is why it's so ironic that I missed Dick Schinkel's call back. The Richard's famous newsroom, which dates from the 1930s, has horrific cell phone service. Hey, it's Richard Parks III. Leave a message. Hi, this is Richard Schinkel in Michigan. Actually, there's not been anything done new or, or even anything forward dealing with the pickle festival or anything with pickles. So there's no reason to call me back. Um, sorry, but there's just nothing to report. Thank you. Uh, oh well. Update, we're pleased to now present you with this special seasonal rebroadcast of RFFP's Christmas Pickles. Where, oh where could this pickle be? When Christmas tide approacheth near, the Christmas Peekler doth appear. Peekler. 
For when Santa and his elves are outside of working, Uncle Richie hides a tiny little gherkin. Pickle? Mmm, shiny and bumpy and pickly and green. When hanging in the tree, it's mighty hard to be seen. So I'll hide the pickle in this tree. Oh, but where? Should I hide it here or here? Ah, here. Pickle. That's right, a Christmas pickle. Pickle? Ah, you never heard of it. Pickle. A Christmas pickle? Pickle. Would you like to hear about it? Pickle. On the Christmas pickle. Would you like to hear about the Christmas pickle on the podcast? It's no one. This is your famous food podcast, Christmas Pickle episode. Let's go, 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 go. It's Richard's famous food podcast. Well, they might sound made up. But Christmas pickles are real. They're ornaments, mostly glass-blown, made in Germany, where they are known as Weihnachtsgurke. Yeah, genau. In houses where the Christmas pickle tradition is observed, the pickle is the last ornament to be hung on the tree, hidden. Yes, hidden. It's not something I made up for the purposes of my gastro comedy podcast. Anyways, whoever is lucky enough to find the Christmas pickle, <clears throat> I mean pickle. 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 Right. Whatever. Who are you? I'm Richard. This is my podcast. And I'm looking for a hidden Christmas pickle. Oh, delighted. I'm the one who hid the pickle. Will you help me find it? No, but I will narrate this podcast for you. Podcast? Podcast. Podcast. What if we just did it together? Nah. I'm you. You're me. Except I rhyme in verse. And you just don't, you see? <sighs> the show is so crazy. Anyways. Yeah. Whoever finds it gets an extra gift or good fortune for the new year. So on this special Christmas edition of Richard's Famous, we're looking for a Christmas pickle. Pickle. It's my plan to find this pickle, but I can't see it right now. And in fact, even though tons of people do this, and there's even a Christmas pickle capital of the world. Actually, 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 actually. You know what? I didn't know anything about this. That is, until I started getting Christmas pickles as gifts. Each Christmas the past several years, among my gifts, a pickle ornament appears. And so, my dear friends, on very... Hang on, let me get rid of these carolers. Hey! Yeah, you out there! Would you shut up? I'm trying to record a rhyming Christmas pickle podcast here in a British accent or something. So scram! Anyways... Pickle ornaments are hard to see. They're colored green, just like the tree. They're glass-blown pickles, they don't smell or reek. So you use your eyes only for this fermented game of hide-and-seek. Pickle ornaments. I have more than three, given each year as gifts to me by my closest friends and family. And yet, it's only now, on this podcastery, that I asked them why they gave all these pickle ornaments to me. Am I interrupting dinner time? No. Are there any babies sleeping? Uh, the baby is sleeping. Well, keep your voice down then.
Hey, do you remember maybe it was a year or two ago you and Myra sent me a Christmas gift, an ornament? Um, I can't remember the ornament. You can't even remember the ornament you sent me. I'm sorry. <laughs> what kind of a friend are you? I guess not a very good one. So do you remember what you thought when you saw it? I do. That is perfect. I have to get that for Richard. I immediately thought of you. That's so Richard. <laughs> when I think about a pickle, the first thing I think about is, mmm, that looks delicious, I want to eat it. And then the second thing I think about is Richard Parks. Ah, if I only had a nickel for each and every time I was compared to a pickle. But I never bothered to ask them why I'm so like a pickle. So, why? Actually. Actually? Yeah. I've often wondered why, too. Why? 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 Yeah. Well, for one, for years at Christmas feasts, I've clearly shown my love for a tiny vinegar pickle called a cornichon. Oui. Say it again. Cornichon. Now oui. Bien sûr. Mademoiselle. Oui. When I think about our holidays together, I love that cornichons are part of that meal. There are lots of people who do not have pickled items at their Christmas dinner, and so it's it's a nod to that. And of course, as you all must know, I'm the host of Richard's famous food podcast, Pickle Show. The logo for your podcast is a pickle version of you. The illustration that uh, accompanies the food podcast. RFFP, the logo, the pickle, it's a whole thing. <laughs> but there's just one more reason why a pickle ornament gift is perfect for me, myself, and I. Oh, because you make pickles. You are a master pickler, not just of cucumbers, but of lots of other things. You make a great pickle. You gave me many fermented things, which I love. Well, in fact, each holiday, I give a spicy pickle away. Oh, no. Was that a rhyme? Your style is contagious, bruh. Those holiday pickles you'll learn to make. But first, let's just take a little itty-bitty break. Brothers, sisters, and gender non-conforming siblings, welcome to the Holy Church of Lactic Acid Saints. As we prepare the Feast of the Blood and Brine of our Lord and Savior, we hope you'll take this opportunity to rate and review us on iTunes. Even if it's just smashing that five-star rating icon or leaving a single-sentence review, independent gastro-comedy podcast places of worship rely on crowdsourced engagement from listeners like you. So just go ahead and log on as we pass the gilded offertory Ohio Stoneware Crock and if you like, turn to page 4,872 in your briny Bible and join us in singing the Christmas pickle hymn, Joyful, Joyful, We Ferment Thee. Joyful, joyful, we ferment thee. Half sour, full sour, dilly brine. Gird in garlands, baby pickle. Christmas king lay love divine. And remember, all are welcome at our altar, wherever you find yourself on your journey toward Brian. Let's get back to the show. I may not know how to ride a bicycle, but I do know how to make a spicy holiday pickle. 
You'll need several pounds of spicy red peppers, cayennes, fresnos, red habaneros, jalapenos are best, plus a head of garlic per each pound of peppers. Dump the peppers in the sink and use water to clean them up good. Throw your garlic into a mixing bowl and cover the bowl with a plate. Now shake, shake, shake to remove those skins, skin, skins. You'll want gloves for this next part. Using clean scissors, snip the stems off the peppers, but leave the caps. This will impart a perfumey flavor to your fermented hot sauce. Mmm, perfume. Now blend up your veg and spoon the mash into a clean ceramic crock. Weight it all down with a plate or a clean glass mason jar filled with water so your solids are fully submerged. Cover the crock with a plate, and now, wait. Check on your pepper admixture once a day. Stir it and push it down with a spoon to keep it all fully submerged. After several days to a week, or whenever you like what you taste, you have a beautiful, fermented, bright red, Richard's Famous hot sauce to share with friends and family. And now, back to the Christmas pickles. In my holiday pickles, I take great pride. But remember, this pickle ornament tale has quite another side. For each and every Christmas tide, on holiday trees, some their Christmas pickle ornaments do hide. Does your family also play a pickle hiding game each holiday? Hmm? Hi, Elise. This is my friend Elise. Hi, how are you? Hello. Hello. And this is my friend Helen. How are you? Both grew up in pickle-hiding households. One year when I was a kid, a pickle ornament appeared. I don't know who bought it. My mom bought a pickle because she thought it was funny. And on the tag, it said a thing about like hiding the pickle as a game. And I think at school I had heard that you could like get another gift or something if you found the pickle. What exactly were the rules of the game? You had to hide it somewhere on the Christmas tree. So it could be sort of near the trunk and hidden, but you could also, once people got smarter, figure out a way to shove it inside another ornament. And some ornaments had like skirts, like there was a Santa with a big red velvet robe and that was the hardest place ever because the pickle was actually up Santa's skirt um, and it was shoved in there so tightly it wouldn't fall out. I don't think we actually found that one. That was the best one ever. Do you know anything about the origins of the hidden pickle thing? No, the only thing I've ever known is that it's a German tradition, and I wouldn't even swear to that in front of a firing squad. Are you curious at all? Yeah, sure. Why why do we do this? Are you investigating this because your mascot is a pickle? Pickle. Actually, pickle. Pickle. Would you like me to figure it out and report back to you? Yes, I most definitely would. All right, first let's hit the commercial. Three, two, one. 
Hey everybody, so we all know Christmas is coming and it's time to get your honey like another big bucket of ham again or whatever because, you know, same old honey, same old ham, uh, year after year. Do you think he really likes that? No. What Honey really wants is some quality holiday tunage in his collection. So we're happy to offer you this limited edition compilation, Vine Gary Dick's Spicy Pickled Carols, brought to you by Richard's Famous. It's a fantastic holiday album, I have to say. It's got ferment-friendly remakes of all your holiday favorites. Uh, it's got uh, like Little Town of Gherkingham, uh, Silver Dills, oh, I love that one. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Pickle, of course. Away in a Crock-Pot, Silent Pickle, look, you know them, you love them, I love them, Honey loves them, but Honey has never heard them like this. Fermented. Call and order yours today. It's 323-81-FOOD-4. That's our hotline. Again, 323-81-FOOD-4. Or tweet to us at Richard's Famous. And yeah, get some briny holiday tunage in your life. All right, let's get back to the show. And thus, at my dear friend's request, I begin a Christmas Picle Ornament Origins quest. Aha! My first choice for any pickle-related chat would have to be the world's reigning Picle expert, a man named Sandor Katz. Sandor's Picle credentials are surely unmatched. He wrote the book The Art of Fermentation and gives Picle talks all across the nation. My friends and I all agree Sandor Katz must hang a pique in his Christmas tree. I mean, do you think Sander Katz does this? <laughs> I think that I should definitely try to get him on the line. Hello? Hi, is this Sandor Katz? Yes, it is. Hey, it's Richard Parks. Hi, Richard. How's it going? Okay. I am recording and I see lots of lights lighting up. Have you ever heard of a culture that has some kind of tradition around hiding pickles? <laughs> um. <laughs> no. I am not aware of any traditions of hiding pickles. Anyways. I mean, sounds, sounds cute. Have you found any connections between Christian celebrations of Christmas and fermented things? I mean, I, I do not know of any, um, you know, Christmas traditions that involve pickles. Were pickles part of your celebration? Actually, yes. Like at Christmas time, cornichon. Hmm. I have been a lifelong lover of cornichon as well. But, um, you know, I mean, I'm a Jew and I have limited knowledge of Christmas traditions. And here, Sandor Katz proffers to me an intriguing possible origin story, one that reaches back to Jewish antiquity. Well, I mean, the first thing that I think of is it reminds me of a Jewish tradition on Passover, where you hide the afikomen, which is uh, basically a napkin with a piece of matzah inside. The oldest person, um, you know, hides the... Um, the, the afi come in and then the kids uh, try to find it and whoever finds it gets, uh, you know, some sort of a prize. Could it be the ornament in that Christmas tree? An afi come remix beat? Before we say for sure, the Christmas peak lay capital of the world should get a call from me.
first, actually, 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 you know what? I'm gonna ask my British friend what he thinks, okay? Uh huh. Why don't you just ask me? Because you're just me doing a weird kind of British accent. Really? Well, I am the one that hid the peekle. You mean the peekle? Yes. Peekle. Maybe you're not the only one who knows where it is. Maybe other British people know too. I want to talk to a real British person. My name is Russell Quinn. I am British. See, a real Brit. Very well. Yeah. And we eat a lot of pickled onions. Why do I bring up pickled onions? Why does anybody do anything? Actually, there might be a British link between the Christmas pique and onions that are traditionally consumed on Boxing Day, the day after Christmas. Eating the leftovers on Boxing Day without pickled onions would be a crime. Have you ever seen a pickled onion ornament? I don't think so. Oh, well. Anyways... Before we continue on this Christmas peakle search, first let's take a little listen to what they're singing in this here church. Hi, the pickle is so simple somewhere in the Christmas tree. Still I'm confused with how it's elusive. Dear Lord, I pray that I find this pickle ornament somewhere by the end of this podcast. I promise to be good next year. Amen. And now, back to the show. In western Michigan, there is a town. Ah, to Christmas Peakley fans of much renown. For lovers of Yuletide fermented things, Mecca's a place called... Berrien Springs. I sure hope I'll be able to find the Christmas pickle there. History Center, this is Kelsey. How may I help you? Hi, Kelsey. I've read that Berrien Springs is the Christmas pickle capital of the world. Is that true? It's closely tied to our agricultural past. Um, We had a pickle factory in the area, and a lot of farmers grew the product that later became pickles. We used to have a pickle festival in the 90s. Did you go to the pickle festival? Yeah. Can you describe it? Lots of pickles everywhere. (laughs) I remember there was a parade. I think someone was in a pickle costume. So when you say there were pickles everywhere, are they like festooned publicly about? Cardboard cutouts of pickles on windows. Like maybe someone gave us pickles to eat. Do you like pickles? Only dill pickles. Like a full sour, half sour? Probably full sour. But where, oh where, could the peakley origins be? They're as elusive as that ornament in that tree. We have a lot of German immigrants in this area. On a lot of the packaging, it says it's German tradition, but I can't 100% verify that. (laughs) 
Two different stories are told about the German origins of the Christmas pickle, or the Weihnachtsgürke. One says that during the Civil War, a Union private named John C. Lauer, who was born in Bavaria, now Germany, was captured by rebel soldiers and taken prisoner. On Christmas Eve, 1864, Private Lauer was on the brink of starvation when he begged a guard to at least feed him a pickle. My good man, just a pickle, please. The guard gave in. All right, little fella, here's a pickle. Feeding Private Lauer a pickle that saved his life. Another story says St. Nicholas himself saved two Spanish children who were trapped in a barrel of pickles by an innkeeper. Santa, you come to save us? Santa, is that you? Ho, ho, hello. Yes, I'm here to save you. But it's unclear how this tradition made it to America. Starting in the 19th century, glass-blown German ornaments have been sold here, including, of course, the Christmas pickle. Pickle. Christmas pickles are more prevalent here than anywhere. In fact, the New York Times found that 9 in 10 Germans had never even heard of the Weihnachtsgürke. Never heard of it. And nowhere is this tradition more popular than in the Christmas pickle capital of the world, Berrien Springs. But you know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? Never occurred to me until just now that hanging a pickle in a Christmas tree is kind of a strange idea. Right? Is there any part of you that's like, this is a little weird? No. Could I send you my podcast logo? Sure. Okay. That's my podcast logo. That's great. Thank you. It's me as a pickle. Okay. Anyways. Is there anybody in town who you would recommend that I speak to? Maybe like an old timer? Dick Schinkel, he was one of the key drivers in getting the festival started. Dick Schinkel? Mm-hmm. Can you put me in touch with him? Yep, his number is 269. Hello, this is Richard Schinkel. Dick Schinkel? Yes. I'm Richard Parks is my name. Okay. Couple of Richards. And who better to solve this Christmas pickle history wrinkle than an old-timer from Christmas Pickle City called Dick Schinkel? Schinkle? What would you say to someone who looks at this and says, that's kind of weird? I would agree. Schinkle tells a plausible story that Weihnachtsgürke does come from Germany. Many of the German people don't remember it, but we have found some that do. And today, pickles are hung on every tree in this mythic land called Berrien Springs. I play Santa Claus here because I have a white beard and white hair and so on. So I talk to the kids. I say, your Mrs. Claus this morning told Santa that he was getting too fat. So Mrs. Claus said, Santa, tell the kids to put a dill pickle on my plate instead of a cookie. That's right. Instead of a cookie, in Berrien Springs, Santa gets a pickle. And to this day, we must credit Schinkle 
for keeping the spirit alive in Christmas Piclay City. Is there anybody else in town you think I should talk to? Uh, I don't think they're alive anymore, fortunately. I'm sorry. Well, thank you for talking to me. Okay. So long as Shinkley's around for the Christmas Piclay, we should have no fear. But who will carry on the tradition in the coming years? Anyways, yeah. We may not know where the Christmas pickle tradition comes from, but we do know that the pickle's still hiding somewhere around here in this tree. Pickle! Let's see. Is it there? Or, uh... There? Oh, oh, wait! There it is! Oh my! That... That's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen! Yeah! You found me! Congratulations! <laughs> he was there all along! Well, so, what's my special present? Well, why don't we sing a holiday pickle song? Yes! Everybody knows Silverdills? And now, Vavoom to the moon! <laughs> it's so beautiful! He's flying! It's Richard's famous food podcast!